in my head I'm watching a Brat Pack movie with Molly Ringwald and Emilio Estevez and uh, the guy who played Ducky, John Cryer. Just like slightly a little bit before my time, so I can't picture it. Like Breakfast Club era? Yeah, I didn't see that movie. Yeah, Is this the music? Breakfast Club, eh? No. Just an 80s synth kind of, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is an 80s song, though. This is Little Dragon, so it's way no, newer it's, than that. Yeah, Little Dragon's modern, but yeah. it's, it's that, like, uh, uh, Indie-tronic kind of new wave synth pop. Yeah, that yeah. That's resurgence in the late 2010s, or the early 2010s. Is that John Cusack? He's only 17 in this movie. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, I like Little Feather. I'm, I'm proud of you on this one, Maura. This Thank is a real song. Guys. This, this Thanks, could be guys. the first one you get a unanimous approval. Not that, <laughs> not that you need our approval, but it's the first time that Bundes and I gave thumbs up to a song you picked in a while. I appreciate the thumbs up, guys. <laughs> I don't think I know Little Dragon. Go down the Little Dragon rabbit hole, man. Yeah. It's so like right good. now or like. Uh, sure. Play Wink. I just added that to a playlist. Good. So great, eh? You can make like a mix. So fun. So fun now. It's so easy. What's their deal? Um, Do you know anything about Super cool lead singer, female, obviously. They're like a Swedish band or something. Check out um, Wink. I think you're going to like Wink. Okay, I'm just, uh, I'll have to stop this song to get it. All right. Yeah, I guess yeah. you can stop it. They're Swedish. They've been around since the 90s, though, so they're not like... It's not new by any means, but uh, oh, Wink. Oh, my gosh. What is going on I here? I think with you'll my... like this one, too. All right. One more upbeat. All right, all right. Here we go. This is another one. This is the rabbit hole we're diving into. Let me let me kick right into it, okay? There you go, perfect spot. love playing this song at the bar but it's one of those songs in the last like 30 seconds that's that like loses it for me so you feel the vibe right like it's got a good party vibe and then just go to like the last 30 seconds (laughs) yeah just Just check it out last 30 seconds Yeah, fade that shit out. <laughs> I love when songs do that. And then listen yeah. to this part. It's like, I'm like, oh fuck, vibe crush, vibe crush. That's why. That's why when you have a DJ, they usually get rid of shit like that, so you don't have to deal with it. That song was, by the way, uh, that was released in like 2007. So that's pretty. It's been around for a bit. Yeah, that's that yeah. was the album I kind of first discovered them, and I really like that whole album. is really fun. I think you'll like it. Little Dragon. Um, you know, we were heading into a long weekend uh, as we record this, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
I was asking Bundes a moment ago um, if he had any plans for the weekend. And uh, I was like, oh, you guys aren't, you know, going to go visit like one of the Friday Night Lady Friends friends, maybe spend the night over at their place. Because I know she's got well, some of her closest friends live like about an hour and a half away. And uh, Bundes is like, no, no, I don't I don't do that. I was like, like you, you. You never go to like another couple's house, have dinner and drinks and spend the night and sleep over? No. No. Like, I don't want to sleep anywhere other than my own bed. I don't even like going over to my parents' house and sleeping in my old bed in my old room. Like, I just don't want to be around anybody at nighttime. I want to be in my own bed. I want to have my own stuff around me. I want to do what I, because I don't like to go to bed when everybody else is going to bed either. I like to stay up till four or five in the morning on the weekends doing my own thing. I'll sit down on the balcony. I'll smoke cigarettes, watch oh. videos on the YouTube, drink by myself, like while the Friday night lady friends in my bed sleeping. Like I don't want to be in someone else's place. No. Hate it. Have you ever done it? Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it. Like when I, I over the summer, I went up to my brother's place in Collingwood. I spent the night there. What oh, if you're yeah. at like some super rich person's house and they have like an epic guest bedroom? Is that different? I hate it. I went up to the car. You hate it? I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> like I went, I was uh, just a couple weeks ago. I had the keys to my parents' cottage. Me and the Friday night later friend went up there for a couple days. I yeah. hated it. I mean, like I, didn't, I shouldn't say I hated it, but we had a good time, but I was still uncomfortable every night because it wasn't my bed. It wasn't my TV. It wasn't my stereo system. It, none of the stuff was mine. Like, I like my stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if she, if like, uh, what if Friday Night Lady Friend says to you, hey, it'd be really fun if we went there for dinner and I'd like you to drink and unwind and not have to drive home because I know you always like to drive home at the end of the night. Like, is that, uh, if she gives you an out, you'll take it every time? Yes, I'll take it every time. Mind you, she doesn't ask me because she knows that I don't like doing it. So when she does ask me, it's very like rare. Yeah. If she does, I'll, I will say yes, because she because she doesn't ask me to do it a lot. And so if that happens, say you're sleeping over at her friend's apartment or condo or whatever it is they have, a house, you're, are you going to be in that guest bedroom just wide awake, lying in bed for hours? Or will you? can you force yourself to go to sleep and live like a normal person's uh, you know, daily uh, sleep cycle? Yeah, I can't force myself to go to sleep. I'll still end up just like lying in the bed watching YouTube videos or something, just like trying to tire my eyes out. Oh, God. It's just everything about it is uncomfortable for me. Right. And you don't want to waste those precious weekend days. No. Feeling uncomfortable. I hate that. If I have a bad sleep somewhere and, and then I don't get my sleep in and that was it. That was the end. You know, that those are the days that I get the sleep in. Otherwise, I'm screwed. Right. I got to get up so early. What about if I invited you and the Friday night lady friend to come uh, to my boat? For a, like, say, you know, come Saturday morning, we'll anchor out somewhere, sleep over, spend the night, then, uh, like, you know, I'll bring you back to the dock the next day at lunchtime. Would that, <laughs> would that be a it? nightmare for you? Yeah. Like, I'd, like, happily come out for, like, a little day trip kind of thing. Yeah. No way. I'm sleeping on your boat. It's, and it's nothing personal. It's yeah. Just yeah. Like, no way. No, no way. way. Oh, yeah. It'd be, basically, it's like sleeping in an RV with somebody. Yeah. That's, like, the setup, except it's less spacious than an RV. Yeah, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So don't Im- bother inviting you to the well, cabin. No, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we can invite him because we know the answer is oh, yes. The it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I really should invite Bundes one of these days. I feel bad. Now I know I can invite you and you're never going to say yes. So it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd drive down and you'd like drive two and a half hours and then you'd come out with me. Yeah. And then you'd like, I'd bring it back by, you know, before dark somewhere to where your car is parked and that no problem. 
No, yeah, like maybe I, I, I might be like fine to get a hotel or something in the area, but like Okay. It's it's a matter of me like really needing to just be by myself at the end of the day. But couldn't you just go like I mean if you slept on my boat you could go sit out outside in the cockpit which would be like the equivalent of your deck and you could yeah. just sit out there and smoke butts for 4 hours. See, I don't care. And that that's the other thing you too know, is like, I, I I really feel bad sometimes because because i i have a heavy addiction to nicotine whether it's a vapor if i if i get cigarettes for an outing or something like that and i don't want to vape in somebody's house i don't want to constantly be going outside and smoking if i'm over at someone's house especially Uh. if they don't smoke and it's just it's it makes my whole night uncomfortable because i'm so addicted to nicotine that like i I, I feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I go to my parents' house, they know I, I vape. So I'll vape in their house and they don't care. And I'm not blowing out smoke or anything like that. But yeah, they, yeah. they don't say you can't do that. If I'm going over to like my the Friday Night Lady's friend's, friend's house, I'm not going to sit there and s- s- blow vape all over her house. Really? Or, you wouldn't do that if you went over there? Like they don't know you well enough to know that that's like your thing? I'm not comfortable enough to do that with them. I, even like my own buddy's house, like... I wouldn't do that in his house because of his wife and his kid or something like that. Yeah, you but know? the way you vape, it's like you... you yeah, you wouldn't you, even know. You never know. Never I know, know, I know, but it's still like... It's I, 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 like, I'd let you vape in my house. If you were hanging out, yeah. I, I wouldn't bother me because I, I've seen you vape where you don't even see any vapor coming out of your mouth. You keep it in, it disappears. It's like a bottomless pit. It's amazing. Never- is there any sort of research, by the way, on like secondhand vape? Is is like second secondhand vape smoke bad for you? I, I can't imagine that it is, but you'd have to be very close to it, yeah. and then you'd have to like Bundes would have to be like uh, blowing it blowing up your nose, in, nostrils. into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to take a huge crush, a huge vape, and then be like, Tucker, come here, open yeah, your yeah, mouth. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, people used to do that with uh, joints. Yeah, what do they call that? Super. Stingers. Super. Oh, stingers. We called them stingers. Supers, yeah. yeah. Someone would literally put a joint in their mouth backwards. The burning end is like in, in their your mouth. mouth. I remember somewhere. that. You're hopefully not like burning your tongue. And then you go up to somebody's mouth and then you blow out through the opposite way. It's like a backwards Stupid. Pull. It's the stupidest thing ever. Why, <laughs> why do you need to do little tricks like that? You know what I mean? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I never got that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's pretty dumb. <laughs> I think it's probably just because you want to make out with somebody, right? Well, that would make sense if that were the case, but it was it was never that like uh, you know. No, I saw I saw bros do that all yeah. the time together. Yeah, bros yeah. And, would and they do would get it, like yeah. this hand thing going too on top of it, like they would put yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like they're they're giving you mouth to mouth with a joint in their mouth. Was it supposed to be like a better high, like a harder hit or something? I don't think so. Like why? There's no reason to do that. There's no way you get higher doing that than if you just take like a big, you crush the joint yourself. Are you supposed to blow, like the person that has the the cherry in their mouth, are you supposed to blow hot air to like enhance the amount of weed that you're intaking? I can't see that being the case. Like honestly, I, I cannot see there being any benefit to that at all. Other than it's like a trick. You know? Yeah, maybe. It's just a little trick. I haven't seen anybody do that since I was in high school, though. It's been a long time. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, like, it's, well, because it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) When's the last time you saw someone doing hot knives? You know, like, as an adult, you rarely go over to someone's apartment and they're like, hey, uh, we're going to put a couple of knives here in the uh, Uh, stove. (laughs) We're going to fire them up so they're, like, red. They're so hot. And then we're going to put a piece of hash in there and squish it between while we... (laughs) Got any knives you don't care about? It's like, what? No, I like all my knives. I'm going to take a beer bottle. I'm going to put a marble in it. I'm going to like bang a little hole through it so I can create a homemade.
homemade, you know, uh, pipe. The stuff you used to do. Yeah, you don't see a lot of that anymore. Yeah. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid stuff. Okay, so it just comes down to the fact that if you're going to force Bundes into that situation, he may do it, but he's going to be extremely unhappy. Not extremely unhappy, but I'll be a little uncomfortable, but I'll suck it up, you know, like... I, I do these things for people in my life that I care about. If, if did I know you do it for John Derringer? Did you stay at the cottage ever? Yes. I oh, did. interesting. But you won't stay on the T-Bird's boat. You will come to my boat over. You'll go to Johnny's. <laughs> I will. I would. I would come if you invited me. I would come. I just wouldn't do it every weekend, you know? and I don't think you'd want me to be there every weekend either. But like, it's just one of those yeah, things yeah. where it's like I'm happy to do it. I just I still. I just like my personal space. I'm. I'm yeah. very yeah, open yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good pick, Maura. Thanks, guys. Daily Take Two is coming up next. Is your partner your soulmate? And do you think most people married their soulmate? Oh, yeah! <laughs> I think most people think they're marrying their soulmate when they get married, and then they realize there's no such thing as a soulmate! <laughs> well, that's and your either opinion. you grow together or you grow apart. Uh-huh. And it's different for everyone. It's different for everyone, that's for sure. So 81% of us yeah. believe in soulmates. 81%. Does that mean, though, that you only believe there's one person who could be your soulmate or that there are multiple soulmates, you just have to find one of them that are out there? Well, listen to this. I'm going to get to that. Okay. So 81% of us believe in soulmates. 47% of us believe the person that we are currently with is, in fact, our soulmate. That's sad. Because that means there's way more people believe in soulmates and then a lot of people who think that they're with the wrong person. Whoops. Yeah. 66% of us believe we found our soulmate at some point in our lives. And 40% think that you can have multiple soulmates throughout your life. So there you go. Imagine that uh, woman you spent $5,000 on a purse for, Bunnis, was actually your soulmate. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely wasn't a soulmate. That would suck. Maybe if you just gone another six months, things would have turned around. (laughs) How sad is this? 12% of us say we found our soulmate, but we're just friends. (laughs) So close, yet so far away. It's, again, you meet people who you know fulfill all your needs in that moment they feel like your soulmate i'm telling you as a guy who's been married for most of his life Mm -hmm. and having friends that are married either you grow together or you grow apart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as a soulmate that's ridiculous you can find people who are extremely compatible with you Mm -hmm. but there isn't the one that's weird I mean, because I felt like I found the one. Yeah, you know? but, but you found someone you're extremely compatible with. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your first husband felt like you were his soulmate or you were the one, mm-hmm. but you didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Well, how sad a world would we live in if, you know, 
That happened regularly. You find the one, they're not the one. That's it. Your one chance, gone. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I believe in in the fact that you are probably compatible with a handful of people. You're not compatible with everyone. There's lots of people who my friends are married to. I'd be like, they're lovely people, but I could never marry them. Totally. You know, you spend a week with them at a cottage or whatever. You're like, oh my God. Yikes. What the hell is Maura doing with Matt? That guy Yikes. puts his dirty hands everywhere. <laughs> so what makes a soulmate? Well, this is what people say, feeling comfortable around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ability to communicate without speaking. Mm-hmm. I like that. Physical chemistry. The feeling that you're on the same page and the same team and somebody who challenges you and then 43 percent say you know well you get a gut feeling when you find the one there's something that happens in your body and you just know do you feel like we're soulmates mora from a career a wor- a standpoint? Work standpoint yeah i do we're the yin and the yang just trying to figure out what Part of that is bundles. See, I'm, I'm the two dots. He's the two Do you need to have your phone with you when you hit the bathroom? Like, if you have to go to the washroom, do you turn around to go get the yes. phone? 100%. Yes. <laughs> I'm not surprised. 88% of us, like, need the phone when we're in the washroom so it's a nice distraction we enjoy it but experts are warning that your phone is already infested with bacteria so to insist that you got to have it while you're in the washroom is doubling the bacteria and your phone screen is three times dirtier than an average toilet seat are people being careful when they haven't washed their hands yet with the phone? You know uh, what well, I mean? There's, there is, there's different, different things you do to ensure that that's not an issue. Uh-huh. Like when you sit down, <laughs> you don't touch anything. You use your phone and then you put your phone down before you have to do any of the work. I used to work with a guy who had a whole gaming console in his bathroom. That is amazing. Crazy. That is amazing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it amazing? No, yes. no, no. I, I think that's a bit much. Like, what is taking so long? Look, the phone alone is probably responsible for almost every hemorrhoid I've ever had in my life, and I've only had a few. But you don't want to be sitting on that toilet any longer than you're supposed to be there. You put a gaming console there, all of a sudden you got to wait till you're back in the lobby in order to do so. Something. I love it. Uh, you know, it's the phone in the bathroom is the modern day magazine in the bathroom. There was a time, oh, yes. and I don't know if you're old enough to know this, but there was a time people would leave a stack of magazines yes. beside their toilet. Yes. That always grossed me out because nobody was cleaning that stuff. Yeah, yeah. the magazines always looked like they'd been moist and like, you, you know, they, uh, they looked like they had been soaked and then dried a million times over. It's, it's, I don't you know even what want I mean? to talk about it. It's so gross. <laughs> they me. also say, extra say we're robbing ourselves of downtime. We don't give our brains uh, enough time to just like not be staring at a screen. Like if you have downtime, you have time to be creative, yes. productive. You have you have memories. Your your brain is a screen, Bundus. Mm-hmm. Press play, friend. I do that a lot when I'm driving, actually. I drive a lot in silence. Yeah, no music, nothing. No music, no radio sometimes. Just, just like scrolling through well, your brain. It's yeah. probably because it's the only time you take where you're away from a screen, right? Yeah. 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 So it's just, they, they say that, that creativity has definitely been on the demise since everybody's staring at a screen because you don't have those moments as often mm-hmm. where you're just alone with your thoughts. Yeah. And sometimes that great ideas come your way out of the blue. That's right.
Put the phone down. Are you ready for the best moves to get a six pack? Oh. You know, some experts are Dehydrate now... Dehydrate yourself. De- All right, here we go. <laughs> Dehydrate Just yourself. Dehydrate yourself uh, and make yourself unhealthy on the list. No, no, no. Experts are now trying to steer us away from sit-ups. They claim that crunches can make your tummy look bigger. Here you are trying to work out, but I, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, Bundes, but I guess it can make your belly kind of bulge outwards because you're pushing your abs out. Yeah, it does. Especially like after you do a, an ab workout, you will notice that you have a bulge. It'll go back down after, but you, you it gets swollen. Like it swells oh. out. See, that happens to me after I eat. Oh. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't normally like work out my abs ever for any reason. Right, right. So I get bulges when I eat, and then I wow. feel. Wow. And then you know. And then you're like, look at that. And then it slowly goes away. It's more away. of a yeah. one pack than a six pack, though, isn't it? True. So uh, we all have a layer of fat around our torso, guys. That's normal. They say what's not normal is trying to target this one muscle group as opposed to trying to look at your overall health and your overall muscles. But they say the key to dreamy abs is found in the kitchen. Yeah. You say this all the time. They say great abs involves 20% exercise and 80% nutrition. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, like even if you target your abs in all in all of your workouts you can't decide where your body is going to lose fat just right? because you're working out your abs doesn't mean the fat's going to come off your abdominal yes. yeah it, it goes wherever it wants to go off first mm-hmm. that's why eating is so important that's right now if you're going to do the 20 percent of the workout there is one move they highly recommend okay so let's say you got the squat. nutrition squat it's not the squat deadlift it's not the deadlift. Something with your legs. It's the plank. It's the plank. Ah, hit it all at once, right? The number one move recommended for a six-pack. If you're doing the nutrition side, you got that. You got the lifestyle down check. Then you got to do the planks. Side plank, main plank. Just plank it out. You're welcome. Thanks, Mora. <laughs> Tucker and Mora. Man, I got some top gun news for you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> You're going to love this, Bundes. Oh, yeah. I need me some Top Gun. You know that anticipation you've been feeling over the last year and a bit as we <laughs> continually wait for this movie. I get goosebumps every time I hear that motorcycle and the drums. And <laughs> yes! Yes! Tom Cruise, baby! Yeah! <laughs> All right, you know, of course, we were supposed to get it last year, and then it was pushed to, like, this year. Was it supposed to come out last year? I think it was. Oh my god. Anyway, and they delayed it because of COVID. You know that anticipation that's just been building up? The building. good news is it's gonna continue to build because they just delayed it again. Yeah! No. Serious? Yeah. <laughs> so it was supposed to come out in November. They were like, they just played the first 15 minutes of it at some, you know, like, movie conference mm-hmm. in front People of all kinds it. of fans. People loved it. I mean, the movie's been made for a long time now. It's in the can. It's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. 2022 now we gotta wait. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. They've delayed it again. They're, wor- they're worried that they won't make enough money. I guess. At the I box mean, office. that has to be what it is. Right. That they've got a lot invested in this and it has to be 
for them, it has to be just a huge monster movie mm-hmm. and they can't afford to put it out right now. They're worried about the Delta variant, even though, I mean, who knows what November is going to look like. I'd rather them just wait and see than just commit to moving it forward. But they've moved it they've forward. They've committed. They've committed. Now Top Gun uh, Maverick is going to be delayed until uh, the end of May 2022, May 27th, which I would assume... I, I don't know. That's right around Memorial Day weekend in the United States because oh, usually that okay. happens right after our uh, May long weekend. So, yeah. I, I and I think they were so hoping to have it out like for Thanksgiving this year. They want it to be a part of a big long weekend, that kind of thing. Mm. One of those monster movies. So, from November nineteenth to May twenty seventh. I'm now. sorry, guys. I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm actually kind of pissed, and I'm uh, at the point now where I'm almost like I'm going to refuse to watch it in a theater just to like push back a bit really yeah i'm gonna I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out and then when i can like uh, get it on pay-per-view this is the kind of movie you want to see on the big screen i, I mean know. imax prefer but i almost want to punish them for just like <laughs> teasing us and, to- and bringing us along on this ridiculously long ride another movie by the way also starring tom cruise that's been delayed is mission impossible 7th that was supposed to come out May 27th, but because they moved Top Gun to May 27th, they're now taking Mission Impossible 7 to the end of September. So September For 30th, next, year. next 2022. No. Dying. I I'm, just want this movie. I'm not even joking. I bet you there's a good chance that a lot of the pilots that did the flying, the actual flying, will be retired from the military <laughs> by the time that comes out. I, and that's not even a joke. <laughs> You know, they'll be flying for, like, commercial airlines by the time this movie's in theaters. I don't even think I've seen the full trailer. Do you... Have they addressed if they're going to do some sort of, like, shirtless jeans on? There is. There is. There, there is. is, something, is? Yeah. They're playing football yes. instead. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. not volley, it's not volleyball, but they... Yeah, they're going to be... Yeah, they're yeah. recreating that scene. Okay. That's funny. Well, sorry, guys. Yeah. End of May 2022. <laughs> if they don't delay it again. I do not get the science behind this one, but hey, if you want to look more attractive to the ladies, there is one simple thing that the experts just discovered you can do. This is based on a study. Uh, can you give us a hint so we can try and guess? It has like, is something. It clothing or is it's it, nothing uh, you can wear. It's oh, okay. the way is in it, which. Talking real low, like, hey, baby. It's the way in which you speak. Uh, come on, Morgan. What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's to stop speaking so clearly. A new study says mumbling makes men more attractive? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no problem. See, I don't get this. Is it because we just assume you're saying nice things about us? So researchers recorded people speaking. They had separate groups rate how attractive their voices were. People who mumble, they blend their vowels together. And they found that guys who mumbled a lot got higher ratings compared to men who spoke clearly and were I easy to understand. Because of these, like, you know, we have women like to uh, croak, you know, and croak and tell me to It's just like a same idea. And it's funny, the opposite was true for female voices. 
Men thought women who spoke clearly were more attractive than the ones who mumbled. So I don't, I don't know, guys. See, now you're mumbling. Now I'm starting. You're like, oh, I don't oh, even know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Like croaking uh, is a big thing. If you watch any of the, uh, you know, bachelorettes or bachelor contestants, they're all like, I really like. Oh, the croaking the drives me nuts. Kardashians do it all the time. Kim Kardashian. Oh my god. Like, hey. I can't stand the croak. Yeah, well, probably the male equivalent of that. The mumble. The mumble makes us look hot. I dated a mumbler once. I didn't find it hot. I was like, what? What did you say? I, uh, <laughs> did you say anything? Or are you mumbling on purpose? Yeah. I knew a guy, when he would get drunk, uh, he would mumble to himself, and I, it kind of scared me. <laughs> Honestly, it freaked me out. Because I'm pretty sure he was, like, talking about us. No. I know you're saying over there. He'd be sitting there mumbling to himself. He yeah, probably my, thought it was his inner dialogue, but I, he probably didn't know he was saying it out loud. Yeah, like he he would be one of those people who drinks and when he gets drunk is like awful to be around. And uh, it wasn't so much mumbling as it was like muttering under his breath. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's creepy. Jay says, wow, I must be Brad Pitt because my wife says I mumble all the time. (laughs) You're a smoke show, Jay. Yeah. We have seen plenty of studies that say the size of a man's penis doesn't really matter much to your partner. It's about what you do with it that counts. Right? It so isn't, I hear. So it isn't I hear. Uh, what, what's the old saying? It isn't what's It's, what, the, it's, it's, not, it's in, the motion of the ocean, ocean, not the size of the boat. But yeah. A new study in England found size might matter after all. This. Well, to seems, a point, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. seems crazy to me. But researchers had men in relationships where silicone rings around the penis. Mm hmm. That effectively made it shorter. They had different sizes. The biggest one cut your length down by a full two inches. And then they'd have their partner rate how pleasurable a sexual experience was without knowing what ring the guy had on. And what they discovered was sex with the biggest ring was associated as 38% 38% less pleasurable. So that is, so when you say biggest, it's really the shortest. The one that's cutting you off the most. But I assume that the guy would have to be comfortable with it on in order for the sex to be good at all. And if you're wearing that thing and you're not comfortable, your head's not in the game. Right? Where can I get one of these special uh, rings that will make me a little smaller? I'm sure my wife would appreciate it. <laughs> I have no idea. Is there a place where uh, <laughs> I could go shopping for one of those? I didn't realize it was possible. I don't know if you can get them. Give Deb a little break. <laughs> By the way, they did come out with an average penis length in this study and you guys want to know what it is what do you mean like an average like the average for the best experience or just what guys average size is just the average side when erect five and a half isn't that what we hear all the time is that what you hear all the time i I didn't know people were saying that all the time i I think that's uh that was the number that i have in my head i don't know more i don't uh i don't play with averages (laughs) oh (laughs) Oh. Maybe, maybe I'll order two 
of those things, Mondes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get a deal. Oh. Buy, buy more than one. You can have one too. <laughs> Do you guys want to know what the average length no, is? No, I or don't. Not? I really don't. Actually, I, would, I don't have to tell you. Um. Actually, I'm curious. What is the actual? Uh, you guys want to know? Yeah, or not? Yeah. You want to know? You want to know? Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> the average <laughs> penis length when erect mm-hmm. is 5.1 oh. inches. So there you go, friend. You thought it was 5.3. Five, five yeah. or six. Way off. I was way you off. You were way off. I'm so stupid. There you go. Last time I try and wager a guess. Does that make you guys feel better or worse? I feel just fine. Just fine. Okay. Yeah. I feel just <laughs> fine. I feel like uh, my wife and I have figured out how yes. to wor- work with what we got. And that's what it's all about, right? And, and, and yeah. You don't think I don't wish I had larger breasts? I do all the time. I'm sure it would be much more pleasurable for my husband. We deal with what we got. 100% right, Mora. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to do a study on that one, yeah, do yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.